are. Welcome to the Crown Method or Crown, Crown Performance Podcast. Today we have a great friend. We have uh, somebody that's been very, I've been very blessed to have in, in, in my career and I'm very happy that that is here. Today we have uh, Felix Olivo here with us. Uh, he's a baseball agent, certified sure. baseball agent, which is very, very different than just a baseball agent. And then, uh, well, we're gonna have a little chat today. How are you doing? Thank you very much for the invitation, my friend. Uh, I really appreciate it for, for the opportunity. Uh, I feel grateful to be here with you and be part of this podcast. You know? Yeah, it's well, very important to me. Of course. So let's, let's, let's talk a little bit. Tell me a little bit about how you started into this. Like maybe in, in, the, in your young years, your background, your agency. Tell me a little bit about that, how you started. Well, uh, Everything, everything start because of my father. Okay. My father is a person who I admire a lot. Okay. Uh, I can say that I have the privilege to to work with him, to have him as my role model. He, well, he started in the baseball industry more than twenty years. Twenty years. Yeah, 20 years ago he started in the baseball industry. Everything at the beginning was kind of different than, than today. Yeah. Uh, my father started as a baseball scout. Okay. He, uh, he used to work for the Montreal Expos during that time. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> when that, when that let's let's say this because some people don't know the Mont- Montreal Expos don't exist anymore. It was a team back in the day that is now uh, who, who did who, who so, the Washington Nationals. The Washington Nationals took their spot yeah. in baseball. I used to be uh, during that time, um, twenty something years ago. They, they, there were there were just two Canadian teams, the yeah. Toronto Blue Jays and, and the Montreal, Montreal Expos. But yeah, I, at that moment, well, my father identified how to. My father learned how to identify a player, how to evaluate everything. And in Venezuela, it was a different time as well, where there were there were a lot of baseball academies owned by teams. Okay. Uh, that's not like that anymore. No, no. It, it's like it was like in Dominican in Dominican Republic where you have the 30 complex of the yeah. major league teams. It was like that in Venezuela as before, well. Before. before, yeah. So during that time, well, we can say that the teams took the advantage of these guys or like getting them and uh, okay, you know what? You're a very successful player. I want to sign you for $30,000. Yeah. And my father, when he, he started his own academy. Mm-hmm. He said, oh, "You know what? This is so unfair. Mm-hmm. We cannot. Uh, we have to fight for the players' rights. If we can say, I don't know, Jose Altuve cannot cannot uh, cannot sign for uh, fifty thousand dollars. He cannot. He cannot. Yeah. He 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 should sign at least for three hundred thousand. Let's say at you least, know at least." So my father uh, was the pioneer. Oh, let me stop you there. So let's talk a little bit about signing. So 
you were talking about rookie signings, correct? Yeah. So yes, when, when your first signing, you were talking about signing bonus and when you, when you first get signed, correct? Exactly, yes. Is it when you sign as a professional player? Okay. Is the same uh, is the same thing when you get dropped here in the, in the US? Yeah. But in in, the, in Latin America is a is another way. Mm-hmm. It's not like that. But because you you are not draft or you're not in the you're not picked by any team, yes, you know. Yes, yes. You negotiate with the with the with the team and say, okay, you know what, this this player is available for this year, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with all these tools that the player uh, has, it shows worth at least it's amount of, of money. Perfect, perfect. So yeah, he started everything there and he was the pioneer and after that my father became very successful and we became a reference in the in the baseball in the Venezuelan baseball industry yeah. and with the academies everything after that he he decided to you know to go further and to to be different and not to be comfortable with just one thing yeah. to be only the in the academies. Yeah. He want to to refer and say that okay, I develop the players, I sign, I sign the players, everything, and after that, I wanna give those players to another agency. No, I want to continue represent those players, you know, yeah, yeah. until they get to the major league. So that's that that's what he he did. At the beginning, he worked uh, with two agencies. He learned a lot, and then he decided to open his to own. open his own agency. And well, I can say that all these years that my father lived all this experience, well, I was there as a little kid, you know, learning, watching everything. Uh, I became very passionate about, you know. At the beginning, what it wasn't like my thing because. When I was a kid, uh, I was kind of overwhelmed by a lot of baseball, everything, you know, a lot of pressure. Yeah. And uh, so it was kind of disapp- disappointing when my father uh, had to travel yeah. and not be with him, you know. It was kind of sad at, at that moment. But growing up, you understand the business, you understand where we are right now. And, and you know what? what? What I want to do is to continue my father's legacy. Uh, be better so so yeah so yeah that that's that's everything how it started how it started and then you you uh you studied sports management yeah yes i studied sports management uh here in the u.s in miami at berry university Mm -hmm. uh i studied i I did two majors i I did uh, international business Mm -hmm. and sport management so so yeah I did it because, well, it's something that you have to do to study, get familiar with it, everything. But it's not a request that you graduate. It's not a requirement that you must do to, you know, to get the the MOBPA certification or whatever. But it's something that my father uh, told me to do, and I wanted to. I I wanted to do uh, as well. So yeah, that's amazing. How would, what would you say is the biggest learning um, from your father that you want to continue in this legacy moving forward? Like, something that maybe has struck you the most that can help somebody else um, in, in their own path, I guess. 
Well, I can say that if you are happy, if you are happy to do what you do, mm -hmm. you, you 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 cannot see it as a job, you know. Yeah. You can you you will see it as a hobby or whatever it might be, you know. Yeah. And but at the same time, you have to be very patient, you know, because in this industry, okay, this is an interesting industry. It's a industry which moved a lot of billion of dollars or whatever but it's a long process you know it's a long process that you have to be patient because it's it's not an easy task yeah it's not an easy task because you're not talking about yourself you know you're talking about other people that you depend on, on yeah that. It, it, it's like that because you can invest time uh, a lot of motivation to one player, but unfortunately that player doesn't achieve the the big goal, is, which is to be in the major league to sign a multi-million contract. You know, you depend you depend on the person, and it, it, it doesn't uh, it, it, it doesn't happen because of many many reasons. You know, because of an injury, because of the mentality, because the the baseball method change whatever it might be so yeah. it's hard but you have to be patient because if you're patient and you are good and you are happy with this, the things that you're doing yeah any any moment should arrive the, the perfect, perfect time opportunity. yeah that's amazing so be happy and be patient enjoy the process yeah. and if it happens well it happens and if it doesn't you can't take it personal, that, right? That's the business, man. That's the business. So let me ask you this. How many players would you say um, that you've worked with? How many, a total, just a ballpark number you have worked with? Well, I can say that a lot. A lot, but... Uh, if, if you want me to talk with the agency only, I can say... No, no, no. In general. In general. In general, okay. academy. Yeah, yeah, everything. Everything. Wow, we are talking about the young bucks to the medium bucks to the high bucks. All, all these guys. How many? Eighty players, something like that. Eighty. Okay. Yeah, like, or oh, 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 maybe hundred. A hundred. A hundred players. Yeah. So out of a hundred players, right? Yeah. How many get that? We're talking hundred quality players, developed players, right? Yeah. Not just random players. No, no. Out of those hundred, how many get their million dollar, their million dollar shot? Wow, uh, it's, it's not a lot. I can say the 10%. 10% of that might get a million dollar shot, right? Yes. So there's a topic that we always, I always like to talk about. And it's not about being hard. But I feel like in this industry specific, you have to be so realistic about expectations and other people because I feel people think it's easy. That is, uh, oh, I'm just going to train for three months and that's fine. Like training for a marathon. It's not even like that. So um, how hard... Or how much effort, let's call it like that, do you think needs to be put into, you know, deciding to become a player, baseball, baseball player at a young age and then developing yourself and your career into being able to make those million bucks that you see on Instagram? You know? how, like how hard or what, how much effort do you think that's, that, that takes? It takes a lot of effort, you know, every day. I think that it's 24-7 in all the aspects, you know, not phys just physically, you know, it's mentality. Mental, huh? It's the mental way as well, you know, it, is, it depends on many aspects that you have to be 
hungry and prepared for it. Because you are asking me, you, you asked me a, a, a good question. Over those, I can say, 100 players, how many of them signed for a million dollars or what? Just like, I can say like a 10%. But probably those players who signed I mean, that million dollar, two million dollar, three million dollar, whatever it might be, they didn't get to the major team because they, they, they lost the hunger, you know? They lost the hunger. And, and the reality, those players who signed for 10,000, 50,000, 100,000, they stay they, 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 they're still hungry and they work, work and work in all the ways and they made it, you know? Yeah. So there are a lot of cases. Uh, and you have to be realistic. You have to be realistic and you have to be very, how can I say, very sure or in, for example, in my case, of which players you are going to recruit and represent. Yeah. Because it's not that as easy as everybody thinks that, oh, but you know what? Recruit as many players as you, as you can. No, because first of all, it's a, it, they, they, it's a time investment, you know? And it's a money investment as well. Yeah. So having <laughs> like 200 players is a lot. Yeah. It's a lot, it's a lot of stress, it's a lot of responsibility, it's a lot of money, it's a lot of time. Call it whatever you want. So it's not that easy. I, I can say, for example, that in the baseball, in the minor league, in the minor league baseball, in total, there are there are more than four thousand players. Okay. And of those four thousand players, there are only seven hundred eighty people who make to a major league. So you are talking about, I don't know, like less than 20%? And then out of the 780, how many, what percentage, um, actually make a good living and have a, like a long career? A small percentage. A small percentage. So we're talking about a, a, a worldwide sport like baseball. Well, it's mainly uh, played in America, right? Yeah. There's leagues, very successful leagues in Asia, very successful leagues all over the world. A hundreds, thousands, of millions of players trying to do that because who else doesn't want to earn a living slinging a bat and you know, catching, having fun on the field. Of course. A very small percentage of them. Yeah. Actually really, really, really make a money, make money and living doing this. Exactly, man. Exactly. So for me, I think that it's such an interesting topic to always mention that this is not a game. I always compare it like this and then you can tell me what you think. I said this, I think, this week. Um, to become a baseball player or a, sport, a professional athlete, it's it's as hard as uh, becoming an executive, right, in a Fortune 500 company. Yeah. You know? And then once you're there, you made it, but now you gotta stay. Exactly. You, you gotta stay to wait for that cap, that salary to get paid out. You have to perform for that salary to get paid out because if you don't, they're gonna cut you and you're gonna find somebody else who's gonna perform. There's high pressure, high level environment that if you're not mentally, physically, emotionally ready, developed, and growing all the time, it catches up to you. And it's gonna leave you behind. I totally agree with you. Because, yeah. uh, as you said, the point is not only achieving the goal, mm -hmm. but it's to stay 
in that hole, you know? Yeah. Because, okay, I can, uh, we can say, oh, I'm in the major league, well, for how long? Yeah. A, a year? A month? A week? Six games? Uh, yeah. well, how much money do, do, do you make? Yeah. yeah. Because uh, the, the real point of everything is that you want to be a major league player or play in the Asian league is to earn millions and millions of dollars. You are not there just for, oh, I'm passionate and I want to play. Uh, yeah, I'm passionate about baseball, I want to play and that's it. <laughs> because if you are passionate about baseball, okay, then retire and play in a public uh, a field and that's it. You, know? yeah, that's it. You, you, want to, you, you want to play and do what you love and, and do what you know to live. Off of that. Yeah, that. Make so, a living. Make a living. So yeah. So let me ask you this now. Perfect. Um, if let's say there's a, a father okay. um, or a young person, a young athlete, um, that's going to ask you that's hearing this and wants to know three things that I should be doing to become a professional athlete and live off of baseball. What would you advise them? Or with, the, with all the players that you've been privileged to work with and help develop, what, what is that common denominator that you see that the successful ones always do? Well, of course you have to, you must have the talent, you know? Yeah. Of course you must have the talent. But I believe that you cannot only depend on, uh, on the talent, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, because there are today, there are many things that you have to work with and you know, to be everything in the same page yeah. to be the person, the player that you want to be. Mm -hmm. Okay, you have the talent, but if you don't have the mentality, that talent, it cannot, it, it doesn't work, you know? It, it's not worth it.